You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. I am back with Trish Allen today for her third podcast. And she is probably the only guest we will have on 3D Times for a very long time. Trish owns Image Insight, where she is an esthetician. And we talked all things facials and preparing your skin for, for your wedding day. But she is also the mother of two 2023 brides. We talked about her daughter Samantha's wedding um, back a few episodes ago. And uh, Samantha got married at Ashford Acres back this past spring. And then her daughter Lauren got married at a private farm the first Saturday in November. And so I wanted to bring Trish back in and just share some wisdom, some thoughts for brides and for mothers that are listening as well. Um, We talked all kinds of things on the first episode. So if you have not listened to that first episode and you have a daughter or um, even a son getting married, I would absolutely recommend go to go listen to that. Trish, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me. So the difference in your daughters, Samantha and Lauren. Lauren is the oldest. How how much older is she? She is five and a half years older. Okay. So significantly for them to be married the same year. You wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> and Lauren has been in the wedding industry for 10 years now. That's kind of a blurry line. I would say maybe five or six. Wow. We talked about how time goes by fast, Sarah. Um, And then she worked with me in the wedding industry as a makeup artist. She was my assistant for many years. So probably at least 10 years if we're counting that. Yeah. And I feel like she even like did some fashion shows um, at the horse park. Yes. For a bridal show years ago. Mm -hmm. So she has been around for a while. She has. um, And she works in um, bridal gowns now Mm -hmm. um, in the St. Louis area. Yes. And so let's start off talking about her wedding dress. How many wedding dresses did she have? She had two. Okay. Yep. Tell me about those. So the first dress she got when she was working in New York City at a bridal salon, and it was a Justin Alexander. She said she fell in love with the dress six years before getting it or six years before her wedding. She just knew that that was her dress. She loved that designer, and it's it was gorgeous clean huge train she had the train custom made i think it was six feet long you could we could hardly pick it up to help her walk around all satin just a beautiful beautiful simple dress the second one she got from the store in kansas city and it was a martina liana which is a one of the essence of australia lines it's one of their higher end and it was absolutely opposite of anything simple it was covered in beads and pearls and i'm probably saying all these things wrong but just gorgeous and fun did not have a train it was much much the reception dress where she could dance and have fun and um just beautiful but fit very fitting to her that she had two dresses (laughs) at what point did she change dresses after the ceremony we had cocktail hour which she wanted to be around for and then we did a few pictures and we had done a lot of pre-pictures and then she went and she changed and then she did a second first look with her husband that's so fun and that's something she highly recommends if you're going to change your dress go ahead and schedule that second photography opportunity because it really was special really cute pictures came from that the sun was setting it was beautiful 
And let's talk a little bit about her length of engagement. I know that they were engaged for quite some time. Yeah, I think it was, I think she told me a year and nine months. Okay. So a little bit longer Mm -hmm. than the average. Mm -hmm. And that gave her plenty of time to plan everything out because it was technically a destination wedding for her. It was. Because she is six, seven hours away now. Mm -hmm. So talk to me a little bit about how many trips she made home to work on wedding stuff. I think that we did some things over Christmas time when she was already going to be here and then one other trip and that was it. We had a weekend, the end of August, Labor Day weekend, where she came and we did wedding projects. And prior to that, it was really focused on her sister's wedding. So she was working behind the scenes. She had everything planned and in place before Samantha got married in April. But we did the final DIYs or many of the final DIYs um, Labor Day weekend. We hit it hard and got a lot of stuff done. We had her flowers ready to go and some of the signs. And then the week of her wedding were the final DIYs. And that did get a little stressful. It was very busy, but it all came together beautifully. Okay. And with the age difference in the two What did you see Lauren's priorities? Were they different than Sam's? They were. And I don't know if it's age difference or life experience. Definitely polar opposite personalities of the two girls. Lauren's wedding was very unique. She did not have bridesmaids. She didn't have a maid of honor. Her sister was her officiant. And I know we'll come back to that later. That was really, really special. She had the two dresses. She'd been around so many weddings and so many brides that she knew the things that were challenging and stressful and she knew she didn't want to deal with those things and she really made decisions based on experience um the two dress thing was a biggie she and jay had a private dinner after cocktail hour after they'd come in and done their first dance then they went back together and they had dinner in the farm office and just uh, had some quiet time just the two of them and then they came back to party with the rest of us And that is becoming so much more popular, having the private dinner. Mm -hmm. I just talked with Wes Brown about that um, on his podcast Mm -hmm. about two weeks ago. That is something we absolutely recommend doing because you don't get much time together. And that's just the time that you really get to spend with each other. So I really enjoyed that. And she she gave that a thumbs up. That was something she would recommend to all future brides. That's awesome. Take the time to do that. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about her doing a second first look. Mm -hmm. You had this or she had the same uh, photographer as Sam. Yes. Um, Becky with Love and Lenses. Mm -hmm. And... Tell me how it was having the same photographer for both. Did she know the family a little bit more? I think I think she did. We, you know, she we'd been around her before. We'd worked for her even before Sam's wedding. It definitely was a familiar. We knew what to expect. She knew what to expect. Just as sweet as can be. I couldn't imagine working with anybody else. She was just wonderful to us. Um And yeah, there was, you know, we were comfortable with her already. And Jay Jay and Lauren were comfortable with her because they'd been in pictures at Sam's wedding. With the first wedding, it was at Ashford Acres. And Mm -hmm. so everyone was staying there on the property. Hair and makeup was done there. The getting ready was done there. Whereas this time for Lauren's wedding, you did hair and makeup at a hotel. That's right. And then went to the venue and put yes. on the dress. Yes. Did you find that any more stressful having to move around on the day of? Yeah, I think I think it did. That probably was a stress point in the day. It was nice that we had a really relaxing morning. We started super early so that we could just take our time and enjoy it. We had friends and family coming to visit us in the hotel room. It wasn't like we were trying to keep them out so they couldn't see. They were a part of the day. My brother's a photographer, and he came in and took pictures for us. 
Um, his daughter was there getting ready with us. You know, we we're borrowing each other's makeup. We had a really good time. But then we did have to pack everything up and not forget anything. And including my makeup kit, just in case were touch-ups were needed. I didn't want to be without something because we were too far away to run back and get it. So that was a little stressful. We already had all of our dresses in my husband's office so that we could have those there. But that, you know, it was a little crowded and we were in someone else's space and trying really hard to be respectful of that space. So that was a tough time, but it worked out perfectly. It was good. So being in a non-traditional wedding suite, putting the dress on, did Becky do photos of the dress at the hotel? Mm-mm. No, Becky met us at the farm. Okay. And the office is beautiful. Oh, so perfect. she okay. found some gorgeous spots to perfect. hang that dress and take pictures. Yeah, she she worked her magic. And you talked a little bit about the DIY. Tell me a little bit about what you all did yourselves. So for Lauren's wedding, we did her flowers. She had a brooch bouquet. Um, Again, something that she's been talking about since she was a little girl. And the funny thing was we always knew she wanted that. And we started Pinteresting pictures of it. And everything we looked at, we hated. So we, the three of us, Samantha and Lauren and I, got together and we created a combination of white roses and the brooches and it was stunning it was beautiful and it's something she plans on keeping forever she's gonna have it showcased in her future homes um really really pretty easily enough there were no bridesmaids we didn't have to make any other florals she rented some plants and that was it that was all of our florals um any signs there was you know one sign that was dual purposed on one side it pointed to the restrooms on the other side it was a welcome sign and sit on either side it didn't there was you know so and that's because that. you have a cricket, yeah, and you have experience making some signs. I do now. I'm, I'm quite a professional, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that anymore. We're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Lauren didn't have too too much. She did bring in all of her own plates and glasses and something you advised against. And I probably would agree with that, but it actually turned out really nice. And we did have a last minute scurry of having to box those up with the tables and the the names to go on the tables and make sure all the matching things are in the right bins, but it turned out okay. And again, that was a team effort. Samantha came over and spent the night and helped us get that all together a couple of nights before the wedding. What were her centerpieces? Nothing. What did she have? Just the table sign. Okay. And maybe a mirror. Very, very simple, but it looked beautiful. She had, you know, the, they had dinner plates, but she had... Um, the chargers, the chargers and her, you know, gold rimmed um, vintage plates that she had scouted out. And a lot of those pro- those things she's actually already sold. That's so awesome. she was able to get some of her money back that way. Yeah. So after the cater bust all the tables, what happened with those dishes? They packed them all up for us and we took them home and ran them through the dishwasher. Okay. So, but they, you know, they wiped them down really nice. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. We did it right away before they got too bad and it wasn't a big deal. So I will say if you are listening to this, this is something that not all caterers will do. Um, And -hmm. sometimes if they will do it, they will charge extra for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So be sure if you are thinking about that to keep in mind who is going to be doing that. Um, Your, your planner is not the one that's going to be typically in charge of that. Mm -hmm. So just make sure you do have someone in charge if you are planning to do that. Yeah. 
I know that the DIY was really important to Lauren. I mean, it wasn't necessarily a budget thing. It was just what she enjoyed. Right. Um, and which is totally okay. Everybody right. has their own thing. So one of her most important things when we met uh, was the photography. And then the next thing was her food. Yes. Um, so yeah. she went with Bayou Bluegrass Catering. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about her menu. She did a steak and chicken combo. So instead of like trying to find out who wanted steak and chicken ahead of time, she just had both on the plate um, and side dishes. I don't even remember, Sarah. I know I was there and I ate the food and it was really good. <laughs> I don't remember what was on the plate. <laughs> it was a big night. <laughs> That's fair. But the food, she just she really wanted something savory and warm. And it did. It was hot when we got it. They did a great job and they really... Everybody raved about the food. And that's nice when you hear from your relatives later on that they really enjoyed the wedding and they enjoyed the food. Was, Absolutely. Yeah. And I know that um, Allison from Bayou was the one, the um, contact for you all. So yeah. like the week of, I sent Allison a text. And I was like, hey, just, just letting you know, I'm watching I'm watching <laughs> on Saturday. And in the morning of, I sent her an emoji with just the eyes looking at her. <laughs> I'm watching you. Yes. Sarah's like our little elf. Yes. <laughs> so talking about... The photography and food being important. Where did Lauren come in with the budget? Was she on track with the budget? I asked her that and she said she thinks that for the most part she was um, not counting like all the little side purchases that she made over the course of almost two years. She didn't really track those. But for the most part, she said she stayed within the budget. Okay. Which kind of surprised me because I thought we were definitely going to go over. So And two, she already had one dress from many years ago. So right. that well, one she helped. Yeah, she, she didn't buy dresses. She earned dresses from working where she works so that makes a big difference that allowed for a lot more budget in other places like food <laughs> absolutely she did a dessert bar yeah tell me about that so the dessert bar was a gift from her brother-in-law um keegan samantha's husband he is an amazing chef and very creative and they put together i think four or five different like parfait type layers of cake and pudding and that people went nuts over them and a bunch of different flavors. There were people that said they ate like six different little mini parfaits. I'm probably not calling them the right thing. And it, it just was beautiful. And they did set that up for us. He brought them in, but the catering company made them look pretty and they did such a good job. So it looked really pretty. That's awesome. Yeah. And speaking of Samantha, being the younger sister, you don't hear often that they want to officiate their big sister's wedding. I was shocked just like you. Didn't see that coming. Didn't really feel like it fit her personality. I mean, she's pretty much an introvert like me, and I've never seen her do any public speaking. And I thought, okay, are we sure we really want to do this? And she nailed it. That The wedding was so special because it was so beautiful to watch Lauren and Jake get married. But at the same time, seeing my baby doing such a good job, it just really added something real special to the whole night. She did a great job. Tell me a little bit about how she practiced and prepared for that. So the night of the rehearsal, it was stiff. And, you know, when you're nervous and you talk too fast and, you know, I think a lot of us said, you got to make sure you slow down. You got to slow down. So she actually the evening of they were all hanging around in the hotel room and she had two or three of Lauren's friends, her friends. And she just over and over just practiced it in front of them 
And she got really comfortable and confident and she was cracking jokes and making everybody laugh. And then she made everybody cry. I mean, she did such a good job. We, I think I'm going to hire her out as an officiant. She's going to have to put some from competition to Liz. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I love that it went so well because when you first told me that I was, it always makes me nervous um, when me somebody too. tells me that somebody that doesn't do this professionally is mm -hmm. going to do it mm -hmm. and is not used to standing in front of mm -hmm. crowds. But I'm so glad that it was perfect. It was. She did such a good job. Are there things that you learned from Sam's wedding back this past spring that you implemented or maybe changed for Lauren's wedding in the fall? I asked Lauren that question, and she said by the time Samantha's wedding happened, her wedding was pretty much planned. I know that um, we learned, you know, the importance of a DJ and song lists. And Jay became a little bit obsessive about having the best songs that he picked every one of the songs for the DJ. His only complaint was that he didn't get to hear all of the songs, but we would still be there if that were the case. But he did an amazing job doing it. And the DJ respected his wishes and they were great. But he made sure to include everything for every age, all the aunties, the young people, everybody had a really good time. And the DJ really worked the crowd based on who was still there, what type of music was playing. It was amazing. Now that both weddings are over, what would you recommend to couples getting married? What would you recommend to mothers of the brides and grooms? Okay. So couple-wise, and I think this is not a secret, but you really need to nail down your vendors as soon as possible. You know, and as Sarah says, the DJ is really, really important. Pick, start now, do it. That's important. Transportation was a big thing between the two weddings at Ashford Acres. Everybody was staying in the Georgetown area. They were driving on back roads. And we talked about that in Samantha's podcast. And they left early because they were nervous about Kentucky back roads and how they were going to get back. Lauren's wedding, we did provide transportation from the hotel to the venue and back. So when people got tired of the older crowd, they wanted to leave. They hopped on the bus and they went back to the hotel. But the last bus was packed. People stayed to the very last minute because they weren't worried about driving. And um, if there's any way that you can try to provide transportation, if you're, you know, outside of a hotel that you want to get back to, I would highly recommend that. I think that's really important. As a mom, really watching my girls share their personality as a couple to with their friends and family step back and you know let let it be theirs let it be their personality and do what they need you to do and that's hard because i think when i got married it was a little bit more my parents and their friends but it's really different now and i think that i love that each wedding reflected the couples beautifully and, it, and it, it was nice so good memories from that did you take any of your own advice from how many days you took off work for Sam's wedding for Lauren's wedding I did okay. I took off the whole week it seemed the week before when I finished up my last day of work I was like wow a whole week off Wozer, that went by fast. I mean, I, I don't know that it would have helped to take any more than that, but we used every single minute of that time. We were nonstop that week, but I did take my own advice. I think I didn't come back to work until Wednesday of the next week. And even then, I was tired. It was still almost too soon. So make sure you take some time off on both ends of that spectrum to get yourself recovered. And how do you feel a month later now that... Both weddings have passed. They're both having their first Christmas together yeah. as a married couple. 
And now that planning is over, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's good. It was it was a good year. I can remember falling into bed that night with Chris, and he said, "We did it," and we high fived each other. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> um, it almost is kind of a letdown. Like you go 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 go, and you're running on adrenaline, and then all of a sudden you're done. But there's, you know, Thanksgiving to plan, and we did that. We had a big Thanksgiving and Christmas to plan. and But we look forward to 2024 and maybe some more naps and travel and resting and not planning anything. Because you were almost planning for two full years. And we so really were. It is on your mm-hmm. mind. It's on your heart. It's mm-hmm. on your to-do list. There's always something to do. Yes, it is. It does take over your life. And and when it's over, I mean, and I think this is probably normal, but there is kind of a, almost a letdown feeling. So I've just tried to go with that and try to try to get some relaxing in and them. It's been good. And now you have beautiful photos that you will always have. Yeah. Hopefully you'll get those on your wall soon. Yeah. Get those put up in here in your studio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're excited to finish getting all the pictures from Becky. Samantha's were amazing. Lauren's got some of hers back and they're absolutely stunning and I can't wait to see the rest. Perfect. Well, do you have any final words that you want to share? Wisdom. I feel like I don't have any wisdom left. I think it's all leaked out of my brain. (laughs) There's no more wisdom. No, I think that um, if, you know, if you come into that position where there's a two in one year, a lot of communication with the family and budget and expectations are important and I feel like Sarah got us started on the right foot. That would be my number one thing is don't try to do it on your own. There's help out there and you've got to lean on the professionals and we leaned on you a lot. I mean, I know we did a lot of a lot of brow tinting with me asking you any <laughs> questions and saying, I'm sorry, but I need to ask you this question. And it was really good to have you in the corner the whole time and, and knowing that we had guidance and we were making good de- decisions. And speaking of help, so I worked um, with both of the brides on getting vendors, answering the questions leading up to it. And then Ashford Acres has an in-house day of planner. And then Lauren worked with Doug Smith um, that Mm -hmm. final month to take care of everything on the day of because it was a farm venue. And literally anytime somebody says they are having a farm venue, I'm like, you need a veteran wedding planner. So, yeah, I can't. First of all, I went to all the planning sessions with Doug and Lauren and Chris and and we're in this beautiful barn. It's it's an amazing barn. The horses live better than we do. But I had a hard trouble wrapping my vision around what they were going to do with it. And I feel like I'm pretty, I have a pretty good vision. Um, but so when we walked into that barn and it was so cozy and romantic and candlelit and there were... My poor husband hung chandeliers that week. He definitely took the brunt of Lauren's wedding. There was a lot on him. Um, but I couldn't believe what they did with it and just how beautiful it was. And polar opposite to Samantha's. It was warm and dark and cozy and romantic. And she had a red carpet and had everybody dressed in glitz and super fashionable. And Samantha's and Keegan's was white and crisp and clean and simple and daylight because it was spring and couldn't be any different experience and it was fun for the guests that got to go to both to see that difference we are going to end on that note because i love that how you explain that being night and day different spring Mm -hmm. to fall yeah all of that so trish thank you so much for joining me on your third podcast thank you (laughs) absolutely and if you are just tuning in and this is the first one that you have listened to um, with trish definitely go back and listen to her first one we talked all about her attire 
buying her dresses, getting those altered, where they came from, and all of those things. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.